Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Everything seems like a good idea after you've had a few. Yeah, that's this show. Riding in my car. And I'm listening to the radio. It's time for Dukes and Bell. Oh, someone told me it's the Black Beverly Hills. Is that true? Driving in Atlanta just got a whole lot more bearable. Welcome to the party, pal. Hi, everybody. Carl Dukes and Mike Bell. The names that mean goodness. Say my name, you know who I am. Carl Dukes. I drink and I know things. Oh, don't question my authority thing. King Kong ain't got on me. Sometimes you just got to call somebody, and I'm not ashamed to say it. You know, ah! And Mike Bell. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. Hope you guess my name. Bring a pitcher of beer every seven minutes until somebody passes out. And then bring one every ten minutes, right? Get ready for the best five hours of your life. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, stuff. Don't believe me, just watch. This is Dukes and Bell. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. You know what? Why don't we start doing the stuff that other guys have done on other radio shows around the country? No. no. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Atlanta! What's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, hey man. man. We now know who's going to the Super Bowl, and we know how these teams got there. We're going to talk plenty about it today. Uh, it was a great Sunday. It really was. Um, but I- I'm with you, Mike, on this. And, and I-, I saw your social media post yesterday about Lamar. Um, and-, and I guess that, you know, you can't say anything bad when a guy plays poorly. Um, one guy in that game didn't turn the ball over and was almost perfect. Mm-hmm. The other guy turned it over twice um, and played as if, okay, and, and this is just my interpretation, Lamar Jackson yesterday mm-hmm. played as if he had something to prove and came out and played reckless, played in a way that he didn't play within himself. And all season long, the beauty of Lamar had been, Mike, he controlled these games. Right. You saw it in the previous playoff game against the Texans where he threw for two, ran for two. It was just music, right? Beautiful right. music. Yesterday, it, was, it felt like he was unnerved for whatever reason, and you saw him overthrow guys, underthrow guys. He threw in the double and triple team coverage. So when I saw your post and then people reacting as if, well, you're going in on Lamar. No, we're talking about the MVP now, guys. Right. We're talking about the guy that's considered to be the best player in the league at home with the best defense. And, Mike, to lose that opportunity yesterday – it's documented. It's not like we can ignore it and say, well, we really like Lamar because we do, but the facts are the facts. Right. And look, and funny because the dear Orlando Liberty, Mike, that's a whack take. I said, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, now, D, 
I, nobody was bigger supporter and is a bigger supporter of Lamar Jackson than you and I. And I had to remind that for some because some people, well, they get in their, their bag about, oh, certain agendas, which I don't have bringing in this conversation. I've said it since I saw the man put 63 on my beloved Knowles in person in Louisville. This guy was going to be a superstar in the NFL. But you got to evolve. And, and, guys, let's walk it back. Everybody said that when I call him a choker for that game, it's the same stuff that was said about Matt Ryan in 2012, same thing that was said about Peyton Manning when he was going two and four through his six playoff games. So there's no agenda here. His plays were basically a product of him not staying within the system, the good and the bad. Him by, you know, obviously, you know, moving around in the pocket, doing some amazing and typical escape artist stuff. But let's be honest, guys. Yes, I know Zay Flowers fumbled at the line. He played tight. Lamar made bad decisions. Remember that the tackle before the, uh, the, the marker on the third down? Just stuff you can't do. And as we said, it takes 22 guys. Todd Munkin's got to come up with a better mousetrap. you got to run the football, man. I thought that was kind of silly. But then I thought, honestly, and the Ravens were in this because the Chiefs kind of took their foot off the gas and played conservative, I thought, in the second half. Yeah, the Chiefs did that because their defense was doing the job. Mike, you didn't have to get all these spectacular plays from Patrick Mahomes when the defense is doing their job. Just play ball control. And, and, and by the way, this is the other part of the brilliance of Patrick Mahomes. He's smart enough now in his career six years in to know, I don't have to go crazy. If the defense is doing what they're doing yesterday, right. just play your position, as they like to say. Do you. All I've got to do is get first downs, bleed this clock, okay, and continue to move the football. Mm-hmm. The defense is getting off the field and giving us a chance. Right. I don't have to throw in the double and triple teams to make a point that I'm the greatest ever to do it. And I think that part of it, might gets lost because sometimes it's not about the numbers. Patrick Mahomes' numbers yesterday, he didn't throw for 400 yards, right. but he was great. And you think about, guys, this season, you know, some would say this is one of the, the poorer Chiefs teams to go to the Super Bowl, even the ones that have won and lost. This team, remember, guys, just a few weeks ago, they couldn't catch a cold. Everybody was dropping passes. You know, Kelsey had gone, like, with those 10 weeks without a touchdown. It's amazing how this thing is just, you know, it's like, the, the, the teams that know how to do it know how to get it in gear. And it was funny. I was watching Good Morning Football today, and Schrager and all those guys, Brandt, they were on the field, and they said Kansas City was not effing around. I mean, you saw it. I mean, everybody went bananas. Like, oh, my God, he kicked Justin Tucker's helmet. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, but Kelsey, you know, moving the kicker's gear out of the way as Mahomes is warming up in the end zone. But it was, yeah, but it was kind of a metaphor. Kansas City came down there with a sense of purpose and an intensity that the Ravens just couldn't match. And, and, and then uh, that byproduct of that was making mistakes and not playing with poise. 404-726-0929. It is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. We will talk plenty about what we saw, not only in these games and what it may mean for the Super Bowl. Uh, give Steve Spagnola, the defensive coordinator of the Chiefs, a lot of credit. People always talk yeah. about how you defend Lamar. That's how you defend Lamar. He had more DBs on the field, Mike. They tried to match his speed, and they didn't necessarily spy him, but it gave them issues with the different coverages he was giving him. And then, are these guys, are they covering, or are they trying to get me? I'm not sure. I'm in between. And I thought, not going to say they confused him the entire game, but enough that it was a a plan that worked for Steve Spagnuolo and the Chiefs yesterday. And I thought as a fan watching it, you know, like, run. Take what they're giving you. Get six yards. Look at confused. You're not going to get 19 or 20, but you're going to move. You're going to have manageable down and distance. Just take what they give you. And also, I think in the design with Monk and the ball need to be coming out. The way you needed to be doing what Mahomes was doing. That ball was coming out one, two, boom. One Mississippi, boom, the ball's coming out. They didn't do that with the Ravens for whatever reason. Yeah, the Munkin thing is interesting, guys, because here's the deal. Whether you realize this or not, this is a team that led the league in rush attempts more than anybody else. And they didn't do that yesterday. You went away fundamentally from what you are. 
Mike, that is the bigger issue here. Yes, Lamar had his moments, and he'll be fine, guys. I think, you know, they'll have a chance to get back just like Peyton Manning and Mike Mitch and some of these other guys. But fundamentally, you don't go into these games and go away with uh, go away from what got you there, Mike. They had the most rushing attempts than anybody in the in the NFL, and yesterday they only ran it six times to running back six. Right, twenty seven yards if you take away Lamar Jackson scrambles. That's ridiculous. And you know, I said this on the radio last week. I said, you know, Gus Edwards is is right. Why don't you try to work Dalvin Cook in there? Dalvin Cook is a body that can fall. You know, we always talk about what we get with a Cordero Patterson. Fall forward. You know, that's the kind of stuff. You know, I just felt you you did not commit to the run game. And I know that Gus was the bell cow for much of the season and Justice Hill to a lesser extent. But, yeah, I thought Munkin really, sometimes the moments are too big for the coordinators as well. All right. Um, I want you to hear Lamar on his turnovers. This is what he said after the game, talking about, you know, what he did uh, that didn't help his team. I felt like if we wouldn't have turned the ball over, we definitely would have had a shot. We definitely would have came out with a win. But they did a great job of not turning the ball over and putting points on the board. Yeah, that, that's the difference in these games. We know that. Turnovers, we said it. And by the way, Patrick Mahomes now, I, I mentioned this on Friday. Last year, three games, no turnovers in the playoffs. Yesterday, he's now gone through this, this particular run of playoffs without an interception. And he's the first guy in NFL history to go through six playoff games, Mike, in back-to-back seasons with no, no interceptions. Right. And just, you know, taking what the, uh, what the defense gives him. How about the third down play? You know, some guys would simply run the ball and let them burn some timeouts. But no. You make that big play. I mean, Andy Reid, the Nuggets on the Nuggies. Give me those Nuggies on Andy Reid <laughs> to run that. So, yeah, I mean, one team's been there, one team's not. But you said it to start the segment. I, I was going round and round with these Lamar Jackson. I'll, I'll call them apologists. You said it. You're at home with the number one defense, and you're going to probably win the MVP. You are the prohibitive favorite in this scenario, and you didn't play like it. You know, for Falcon fans, as we go through this transition of now Raheem Morris and seeing what the staff is going to be, and we'll talk plenty about that today as well as we continue to watch how this is going to shake out. I just want to know how it feels to have a quarterback like this. That's all. I, I just want to know how it feels to wake up on a Sunday morning and not have any concerns about anything when it comes to we're going to be in the game today. I don't give a damn who we're playing. And guess what? If we're down, we're going to be fine because I know and I trust my quarterback. And guess what? He's going to make the right decisions, and he's going to make fabulous, incredible plays, and we'll probably win. Because if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan right now, that's your last six years. That's where you're living, in the AFC Championship game and with a guy that you completely and wholeheartedly trust. We are ways away. We're a long ways away from that right now in our city. And, Mike, I don't know who it's going to be, that's got to feel good. Yeah, I know that uh, for some, you want that. You, you, you want a Lamar Jackson. You want a Patrick Mahomes. You want, that, you want that athleticism. You know, you're like me. You love Mike Vick when he was here, and there's nothing wrong with loving what Mike Vick did when he was here because it was electrifying. Are we going to get that? Jaden Daniels, to me, is that guy in the draft. Can you move to get him? Otherwise, you're going free agency or trade. Kirk Cousins, we'll talk more about a Carl in the Blitz, but the price is out. At least the number's been reported, what Kirk Cousins will be looking for, at least as a starting point. So if you want to go with a pre-made quarterback who knows what he's doing, it's going to be expensive in the offseason. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's going to be the route, especially for him. Uh, and I'll tell you right now, and I don't, I don't even know what the number is, he ain't getting that here. He's not getting it. If it's $40-plus plus million, he's yeah. not getting that here. I, I'll just tell you, it's 45 He's not, he's not yeah. getting that here. And I, I thought it would be 30 because that 30, you know, as a free agent, right. he was at 35, I think. He's not getting that. He's going to get 45 now. Again, I don't know how you structure it any which way, which was going to crush you in the cap moving forward, too, and getting us down that same scenario we well, just came out of. That's the thing, Mike. I, I'm not that desperate no. when you have the eighth overall pick and you can maneuver. 
You, you can do other things, but it is an interesting conversation. And maybe Fields is in play. Well, I mean, I know guys are. I asked. It's funny. I've asked Carl probably three times this week. When's a press conference? When's a press conference? It's coming. Yeah, I, I presume we're gonna get it, and uh, I'd like to. Hopefully, if it's during our show, we'll have to listen to other guys' questions. But hopefully, if it's in the morning, we can be there and ask some questions. Yeah, uh, it's gonna come. I think they're trying to fill out the staff and make sure you know OC's been taken care of. We'll, we'll talk about that. DC's on the way. Um, once they get everything kind of resolved, I think is when they'll probably do this, Mike. But right now, you got to realize this. We're in a race against all these other teams that just hired their new head coaches. Mm -hmm. So understand, like, the priority right now is who's available, who makes sense, and who can we get. And that's why right now, once the head coach was hired, we got to figure this out. All right, we got plenty more to get to, including an incredible comeback. Did you believe they'd do it yesterday? And did you have a little bit of Super Bowl 51 like a little bit oh, in you as you yeah. watched that play out yesterday. All right, we'll get into that next on Sports Radio 929 the game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is Duke and Bell, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, coming off of a championship Sunday. 49ers, as we speak, are a one-point favorite over the Chiefs. Um, I'm going to go ahead and jump on that now. <laughs> I, I, I like the Chiefs. Yeah, I, How I mean, can you bet against this dude, yeah, man? It's, uh, we were talking about this off the air. It's, you know, remember when we were, when we were kids, it was uh, always seemingly the, the Steelers, not every year, but the Steelers and Cowboys. And, and if the Steelers weren't in, the Cowboys were beating the Broncos. or you know, But it was you know, generally it was, you got Steelers-Cowboys. You know, the 49ers haven't won since 95, 96, but uh, you start to feel as a fan, you know, maybe this, you know, kind of has that feel, though. It's, it's the 49ers. It's that brand. And it's, you know, certainly Pat Mahomes. And as we said on last week's show, I got sick and tired of the Patriots. I'm not sick and tired of Patrick Mahomes. I like watching the guy play. It feels different. Yeah. yeah. I like watching the guy play. I like Andy Reid. No one's like Belichick. 
I agree. Uh, it, it it feels different. It's not that I'm rooting necessarily for no. them, but I don't have a problem watching them and being entertained by what what they do. Um, and just off the top of my head, I can't see Purdy going toe to toe with Mahomes. Well, that's that's, that's my first, my first reaction, right? right? Yeah, go ahead and give me give me yeah. Kansas City minus one. I don't know if that line will move. I get why San Francisco it, they're deemed to be a better overall team. I get it. Better defense. Yeah, right. but uh, I just I'm didn't look a hard like time. A, didn't look like an elite defense when Elias are sticking it up to what in the first <laughs> half, did they? It did not at all. And right. let's talk about that game, Mike, because Day, uh, Dan Campbell, uh, this is what he said after the game. And, and remember, there were a couple of crucial moments in this game. A lot of it had to do with going forward on fourth down. Okay. I just told you the Ravens went away from what made them the Ravens this year, right? They ran the mm-hmm. football more than anybody else, rushing attempts. This is who Dan Campbell is. This is who the Lions are. And either if you buy into that or you say this is dumb, you've got to take the magnitude of this game and say, wait a minute, mm-hmm. I got I to gotta take the points. Here's Campbell after the game talking about how he feels. I just felt really good about us converting and uh, getting our momentum and, and not letting them play long ball. You know, they were bleeding the clock out. That's what they do. And I wanted to get the upper hand back. It's easy hindsight, and I get it, you know. I get that. But I don't regret those decisions, and that's hard. You know, it's hard because, you know, they didn't. We didn't come through. It wasn't able to, to work out. But I just, I don't. I don't. And I understand the scrutiny I'll get. That's part of the gig, man. You know, we just just didn't work out. You know, a lot, a lot of debate today on our station, everybody talking football, Carl, about, you know, look, this is how you played your football, and this is why you lost some games, too, because of it, too. You won yeah. some games, you also lost some yeah. games, like the Cowboys game. But I just think, and you and I were talking with Andy Randy at the handoff, I get it. You, you dance with who, who, who brought you, but yet, sometimes, you know, why, why do managers change lineups in the World Series sometimes to maximize at bats? Sometimes you got to have some situational awareness. And I just thought, look, you kicked the field goal before the half, get it back to being a three-possession game, but they don't do that in the second quarter. And then it just was a huge momentum shift for San Fran. Um, and the play was there. We, we know it. Oh, the it was. The play was there. No, it was. Two failed fourth downs in field goal range. So that's six points you gave up. And, and you gave up huge momentum. Yes. I, and, and I get it. Part of this is, and again, woulda, coulda, shoulda. That's that. This is how mm-hmm. this works. You score before the half. I think San Francisco's gone. I think that was would have been the dagger. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen, right? Gibbs slips, field goal. Instead of it being twenty-eight, it's twenty-four. But yeah, these are the moments. Campbell was talking about that. Mike, this may have been their only chance, um, and that's how you have to look at these things. We all thought in sixteen, well, we'll be back next year. Right. Oh, we're going to be good for a long time. You just never know, Dan Campbell. It's a lesson learned. And look, I told those guys, this may have been our only shot. Do I think that? No. Do I believe that? No. However, I, I know how hard it is to get here. Mm. I, I'm well aware. And it'll be, it's going to be twice as hard to get back to this point next year than it was this year. Yeah, because they're not a surprise to anybody anymore. Right. And the other thing is, you know, you're seeing this. Look, now, I don't know if they're going to be able to keep it together because look at the Eagles. They lost their two assistants. They lost their D.C. and their O.C., and it was a disaster after getting to be the number one seed halfway through the season. So, in all likelihood, Ben Johnson's probably going to get the – he's going to get a job offer from the commanders. How do you replace him? Uh, and, and maybe Aaron Glenn stays. But, yeah, that's, that's the hard part, Carl. The success is people start, you know, stealing all your guys. Let's give credit where credit's due. Brock Purdy was a dude in the second half. We talk about these quarterbacks, Mike, he was almost perfect in the second half. And they score 17 points in an eight-minute span because of Purdy. And, and, and really, guys, it wasn't necessarily all the throws. He had two, three 
three huge scrambles yesterday right. that basically equated to drive staying alive and ultimately you getting points. But I, but I want to give you guys this in the second half because it made me laugh and it just tells you how dominant the 49ers were. This is the 49ers in the second half. Ready? Field goal, touchdown, touchdown, field goal, touchdown, victory formation. That was the second half for the 49ers. Mm. So Brock Purdy did everything he could to maintain or, or to make sure that his team was not going to get beat in this game. Mike, he started making plays. He trusted his guys. I mean, it, it was incredible to see. And, and Mike and I said this. It reminded us, sorry, Falcon fans, of us in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, and they brought that up. We were, uh, we, they, they invoked the Falcons because we blew a 17-point lead in 2012. Uh, that was a game we always, we always talk about. Ka- Colin Kaepernick and company, Harry Douglas. Sorry, Harry. Trips on the 20-yard line. Probably goes in for a score. Abe wasn't 100% because he got his ankle rolled in the Bucks game the, uh, two, uh, earlier at the last game of the regular season. And Matt threw a pick down the sideline. And we just we j- couldn't stay clutch. Mm. So we've done this before. And they've done, the organization of San Fran's done it before. How about the play where Purdy kind of scrambles up to the line and just whoop, throws that little high point to his backup tight end? Wasn't that a beautiful play? I mean, it, high risk because you throw it in the middle of a bunch of uh, lion defenders, but it, but it worked. One hand catch. Uh, again, just keep the chains moving. Um, let me hear from Jared Goff because he will take a lot of criticism as well. Um, when you are quarterback, you've got the game at hand. Lions ran for 148 yards, guys, in the first half. What are you doing, Ben Johnson? What are you doing? 148 yards in the first half. Run yes. the ball. And you completely went away from it. Here's uh, what Jared Goff had to say. What are my emotions? I don't know. It, it sucks and pretty devastated. You know, there's a state of shock a little bit. And, yeah, I just, I just again, I'm proud to be a part of this team. And it's hard to juggle those two emotions of being proud of what we've done this year and dealing with the heartache of the loss. The Gibbs fumble. Going, goes to the wrong side of uh, of uh, Goff and it just jams. And every gets possession of the ball as he hits the line of scrimmage. Yeah, that might and kid doesn't fumble. Nope, hadn't fumbled all year. Like that, that that moment, just those mistakes. Headlines brought to you by our friends at ATL Live Well. Don't just live live well. It's Dukes and Bell, and of course, this hour is brought to you by our friends at the Man Cave Store for family, friends, and fun. Visit mancavestore.com. We will focus on the Falcons coming up um, because it's time to now that the head coach has been hired to turn the page. But as you watch these games play out, Mike said it. You're thinking about our team. You're thinking about what's going to happen. What, what about our guys? Can we be in this position next year? A lot of people were saying yesterday, Mike, well, if I was get the quarterback right, we could be in this position next year. Okay. I, I don't debate that. That's yeah. fine. But we got to get it right. <laughs> yes, I mean, that's – and everybody's got a theory. I mean, you got your Justin Fields camp. You got your draft camp. You got your Kirk Cousins camp. We just said it looks like the bare minimum would be $45 million. Do you guys want to pay that? I'm asking. If you didn't come off the Achilles injury, I might be interested. That's the key. I saw – see, Marino, I, I just – because, you know, I had Dolphin tickets back in the day, guys. Marino had the same injury, had the Achilles. He came back late in his career, and he had the comeback player of the year. Other guys have had the injury not been the same. So, you know, it, it varies from athlete to athlete. But, uh, yeah, it's intriguing. One thing also with our, you know, with this, if we're going to be like the Rams, we've got to go get some more wide receivers because we don't have those guys right now in camp. We've got to go get some more dudes, whether that's draft or free agency. So, all of a sudden, you start tweaking this thing, and you know, cap money starts to eat up, go like that. Yeah. I want fields. Of all the options out there, it'd be, number one would be fields for me, then Jaden Daniels, then Cousins. Yeah, and, and again, the fields thing is 
with the, the idea that the, the Bears are going to put him on the market. And right? the reason I like it is at least a year and a half, two of affordability. And then you can make the judgment, you yeah. know, where you go with it. I don't disagree. 404 uh, More on Raheem Morris and Zach Robinson. If you missed it over the weekend, name the OC. He comes over from the Rams. It's somebody that Mike mentioned early on in the process. I think the day it happened, we just, you know, started putting pieces together and talking about who might be available and who might come. Um if anything, all right, the positive, because we can't sit here today and tell you this offense is going to look better or be better. I can't tell you we're going to score more points. I hope we will. Mm. But coming from where he is, and that's being around Sean McVay, Mike, and that Sean McVay tree, you hope that that rubs off uh, right. on Zach Robinson. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, that we're going to average 30 a game next year because I thought we'd do that this year. Right, and we, we've never seen this guy call plays in the league. Nope. But, but you just laid it out there. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a program which it's a lot of good offensive football. And if you want to see the ball throw it around combined with – I also think that we've got uh, some really good running backs. I think the Rams have always kind of – not that it was an afterthought, but it's always seemed like pass first. They, they had a balanced attack to a degree, but it's more pass heavy. We've got some great running backs. We've also got a running back in Bijan that can catch out of the backfield. So how that will get worked into this, as you said, all the things we thought we were going to get last season. Yeah. Uh, so it, it is a wait and see. But but as far as the hire, it's respected. It makes sense. And, you know, you're trying to, again, have an offense that is viable. I, I think Raw too, I'm talking about mm-hmm. Raheem Morris, uh, you know, facing these offenses, Mike, he knows the, the offenses that he doesn't like to face. And so – Obviously, you're seeing Sean's offense in, in practice every day or, you know, at least in camp and you're going through the season. There are variations of that offense around the league. And as a defensive coordinator, you're going, man, I hate facing this guy because I know right. what we're going to have to deal with on Sunday. And I think you start thinking about those guys that give you issues. It's sort of like DQ hiring Kyle Shanahan. The reason why he hired Kyle Shanahan is Kyle Shanahan was eating him up when they played each other when he was right. in Seattle. He's like, man, I hate facing this guy. I'm going to hire him. And then Kyle comes in and does what he does. So I hope that's the case with Raheem Morris and Zach Robinson. Now, because, and this is where it gets a little weird on the defensive side, no, uh, Raheem Morris is not going to be calling the defenses. Now, he'll be involved in, obviously, the game plan because he's worked with wide receivers. Of course, he's more of his background is defense. But he's uh, already spoken this week, guys, to a member of uh, Dan Quinn's staff with the Cowboys, Aiden Dirt. And so we'll see where that goes because there is going to be some, you know, some connections there with, from Dan Quinn back in the day. All right, coming up. You've got three choices, and three choices only. It's the red pill, it's the blue pill, and it's this pill. We'll explain next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game coming off of Championship Sunday. Coming up. We are going to have a conversation uh, with a guy that we love talking football with here on the show, Benjamin Albright. He's going to join us at 320 today, and we'll get his opinions on all of this that went down yesterday. All right, here's where we're at, Um, and this is just the now conversation. There'll be a conversation down the road. There'll be one once this actually happens. But right now, the three options are simple when it comes to us for the number one position on the team, and that is quarterback. Do you trade the blue pill? (laughs) Do you go into free agency and grab one of these guys? Kirk Cousins' names continue to be brought up, right? So let's just use him as an example. That's the red pill. Or do you draft the quarterback and maybe move up Mike from eight, which is the one option that I absolutely love right now Mm -hmm. because I feel like – uh, if you have targeted, and I don't know where this organization is right now. Again, we're in right. we're in transition. Once everybody gets in here and they go, all right, who's our guy? What's the quarterback? Okay, then we'll know. But if you're asking us, right, we like Jaden Daniels. That's the guy we've targeted. Right. And the only reason I just put a list up there, Mike Bell, ATL, follow Carl, put him up, C Dukes on to, on the social media and the Twitter. We don't call it the uh, the X. But uh, I got trade for Bears, uh, Justin Fields. Only because, and the reason I had him at one is, move up if need be even draft Jaden Daniels, is I don't think we can get to Jaden Daniels. I think some teams are going to snake us on that. I think, you know, you're going to you know, like if you're prepared. What are you, you think pre- he goes three? What are you prepared to do? Yeah. You're going to give up a one and a two and a one and a two. Right. You know, you may have to, you may have to go heavy to do it. So, and then the third option, of course, is pay Kirk Cousins reported, you know, $90 million for two years. But, yeah, I, like, I, I love the idea of Jaden Daniels. I just don't think we're going to get him. That's why I got Fields one. And you're right, Mike. You're going to swap first. You're going to give up next year's first, and you're going to add a probably a second, okay, down the road. Um, and if you're willing to give up the draft capital, right. then, yeah, you probably can get him. But I, I agree with you. It all depends on who's in the mix and right. do they have more to offer. Some of these teams might be willing to go uh, even more so with, with, with draft capital than we are. So it is, it is an option, but it is one that I think if you're going to talk about, okay, 
what makes the most sense, and how do we maintain, okay, not only the guys we currently like on this team, and you're going to have to make some decisions, by the way. We had not even talked about who we're going to pay and moving forward, but also how do you continue to attract free agents? Mike mentioned this. This money gets eaten up fairly quickly. Right. If you're telling me Kirk Cousins, and I don't care how you structure it, it's still ultimately going to come back, and you're going to have to deal with it. But the rookie thing, you got a guy for four years, and if you feel comfortable with his skill set, Mike, Mm. <clears throat> and you feel like you can win with him, and you've got a developer in Zach Robinson and company, then you do that. You draft because it's the cheaper option. Look, I love Jaden Daniels, but I'm just, and I was just talking to a guy on Twitter about this. You know, the Bears are going to go get Cal- Caleb Williams. Everybody in Chicago sure sounds like it's going to be Caleb Williams. And then the Commanders, with a new GM who comes off of the 49ers uh, personnel tree, Adam Peters is the guy. He's the new GM for the Commanders. We don't know what this guy's going to do. But the, the word is it's going to be a quarterback. So there's going to be three quarterbacks, and they may go one, two, three. Conversely, you've got uh, the Patriots for the first time in 25 years. It's not Bill Belichick controlling their draft, and they need a quarterback too. So if it's chalk, quarterback, 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 then you're out. Yes. And then, then, then you begin to feel, would Michael Penix slip out of the first round where you could move up in the second round to get him or move back in the bottom of the first round? I mean, long way to go, guys, but these are just some of the things we're kicking. Yeah, no doubt, man. I, I just think, like, the, the next thing that you're concerned about is what is our plan and what, is, what are our options? Hey, what if Bo Nix goes to the combine and lights it up and looks like freaking John Elway? Are we going to get past the Bo Nix and Auburn stigma? Because I don't know if that's going to be an easy sell for some Falcon fans. Yeah, I mean, just again, different scenarios. You know, it's fun to talk about. It. No, we got it all, is. two it months is. to do this. I, I, I think, and, and I don't want to, you know, stereotype him this way. <laughs> but Turtle just said it's funny. It, it, that's what happened with Zach Wilson. That's right. that's what happened with Zach Wilson. Right? Yep. He went to the combine. They went, "Holy crap! Look at his arm." Right. He's not any good. And I don't know, as again, I don't mind. I'm going to stereotype because Bo Nix hadn't had an opportunity like Zach Wilson mm-hmm. to be in the NFL in a starting situation. But I also don't want to reach, Mike. I, I, I just don't want to feel like we're taking a quarterback because we have to take a quarterback. If it's not right, then don't do it. And this gets back to when you lay out all this stuff, all right, and I just want you to imagine a big white erase board, and they've got all this stuff, and they're going free agents, draft possibilities, oh, and we could trade. If the trade makes more sense, then do it. Because of the draft thing, if you're telling me we're not going to get a quarterback until late in the first round, that feels like a reach. That feels like, well, we went and got a guy. Yeah, but it's not the guy. Yeah, then that's when you get into if you can't get, and again, I know different varying opinions on Drake May, but guys, take Caleb Williams out. We're not going to get him. There's there's no way the Bears are not going to draft him. Uh, Drake May. Jaden Daniels. Now, Jaden Daniels, some guys say he's too slight. Well, I think he could be C.J. Stroud. I've seen it. I've seen it in person. I know what this guy, we've all seen it in the SEC. But then you get into Michael Penix. Michael Penix has had all those knee injuries. Now, Penix, by all guarantee, now, again, combine still coming, guys. We haven't got to the Super Bowl, but we're talking about it now because we're turning the page. Press conference, by the way, next Monday. There we go. Mercedes-Benz. And uh, it's going to be a big one. And then, uh, I, by the way, they're not going to give the secret sauce. It's not like Terry Fonda's going to yeah, we're going to be trading up. And uh, we're, no, you're not, <laughs> not going to get what you want. That's why we're having fun spitballing it. But, yeah, well, how does panics make you feel? And you could get them at eight, sure sounds like, at least right now, before the combine and all the medicals and everything. Else. I'm mixed. I, I, I'm mixed. It has nothing to do with this last game or any of that stuff. I just – there's the college game and then there's the NFL game. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, when I watch Washington this year, um, even the last two years, there were days and Saturdays, Mike, we had a lot of time, and these guys were wide open, and he's playing with two NFL-caliber wide receivers. Right. This was not him making guys better. 
this was him throwing the spots, and guys were so damn good that he's mm-hmm. playing with great wide receivers that they made it look easy. Right. I, I'm I'm a little I'm a little bit reserved reserved judgment there. I'm not telling the kid's not good. He had a great mm-hmm. college career, but. We just know it's different in the NFL, man. You know it's different. This is why Purdy and what he did yesterday was so impressive. That pressure's in his face. He's got to scramble, make a decision. Do I let it go? Do I not let it go? Those are different deals than me sitting back there. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, Mm -hmm. eight Mississippi, and I get to throw it 50 yards down the field. Right. By the way, the latest CBS Sports mock draft. And again, you can find one that, you know, you could bend the argument to your will, Carl. You can find the draft. (laughs) Bend the knee. (laughs) Agrees, whatever you're throwing out there. They got Bears going, Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels going to the Commanders, Drake May going to the Patriots. Uh, and then Penix falling all the way, way down. And that totally makes sense, by right. the way. Right, and then we could go and get Dallas Turner, which I think would be a nice piece out of Alabama. Or unless Jared Verse really pops at the combine, he's slated a little bit further down in the draft. Get the big edge rusher that could be the dude here for 10 years, something we haven't had, you know, since Abe consistently. You know, outliers like Vic Beasley aside, right? We, yeah. we just don't have that. No, we, we do not. And, and by the way, I'd love to, to add both of those kinds of pieces to this draft. I mean, I'd love to go get a young, talented edge rusher, whoever that might be. And then, obviously, you want to add the biggest piece. But these are the major decisions that are going to be facing our organization as we move forward, guys. And there's a lot of things right, seriously, like – People around the league, I've, I've said this, during this whole coaching search thing, and you talk to people around the league, they're like, I really like the personnel. But there are areas where if they're not fixed, it doesn't matter who the head coach is right now. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It could have been Belichick. It doesn't matter if these certain areas are not fixed. So they got to do that. 404-726-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Uh, once again, this hour is brought to you by the Man Cave Store for Family, Friends, Fun. Visit mancavestore.com. Benjamin Albright's on the way in the 3 o'clock hour. We'll get into more of what we saw with the games yesterday and the hires across the league. Uh, teams making their decisions. Eagles hire their OC. Uh, obviously, we did. Bears hire their new D.C. There's a lot of movement going on right now as teams are trying to figure out their staffs, Mike. And there are still two jobs that are open, by the way. Right on. Uh, the commanders, uh, it just sounds like Ben Johnson. Uh, Dan Quinn is also in the mix for the commanders. Uh, nobody really has a handle on what the Seahawks are going to be doing, which is curious. And then I saw a column. I think you saw the same thing over the weekend. Well, Belichick will go to TV. Oh, that'll be intriguing. Yeah, he's done. He's not. Belichick he's not, he's not. He's not coaching this year. I'll watch Belichick on the History Channel. He's going to be in a studio show. <laughs> you're going to tell me Belichick's going to – you know, the good news is in those crappy studio shows, you do talk in sound bites. Yeah, they're going to run the ball and be a very effective running team. Thanks, Coach. Yeah. It just oh. – I don't know if that is going to get anybody excited. CBS I, reported over the weekend that he would, quote, uh, revolutionize the medium because of his preparation. I'm sorry? <laughs> that is not a joke. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's a joke. Oh, that yeah. is a joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, Brad, uh, Terry Bradshaw was off. He was sick. That's why you didn't see him on the Fox. Oh, was he? Is he yeah, yeah he I, didn't tell, I didn't realize Was that. I the only guy yesterday, by the way? I know I texted you this. I was like, in the background, you hear Journey playing it at Levi's Stadium. I'm like, is there any way you could just give me a stream of Journey play at halftime in San Francisco <laughs> so I don't have to watch another stupid halftime show? <laughs> you know, with the guys talking like, you got 16 guys on the show. You got like five seconds of analysis and highlights. Just give me Journey, man. And the lights didn't work for half the half the uh, halftime show for CBS. Yes, too. Oh, did they? Did no, they were in the dark. Yeah, I, uh, oh. I, I did not get a chance to watch that. I didn't even realize because I didn't see the pregame, Mike. But um, I did see the the messages about Terry Bradshaw and what was going on. Right. So he was ill. Um, Super Bowl set, guys, and we're going to talk plenty more about it. Chiefs back in another Super Bowl. It's hard for me to bet against Patrick Mahomes, but I will say that I do think the 49ers are a better team. And yesterday again. They showed that. They showed that really in back-to-back weeks, Mike. You could say they didn't play their best the week before, found a way to win. Yesterday, down 17, 
found a way to get it done. Yeah, man. Now, is is here's the thing: is this going to be a replay where you know is Bur- is Purdy going to make like Garoppolo did in that Super Bowl, and eh, you know, and kind of spit the bit? Yep. Or is he going to be able to step up? I mean, it's funny. I know all week long, all you had everybody from Ryan Clark and everybody in ESPN just crapping all over Purdy, and it looked like it was going to be just an absolute blowout. But as you said, he just when the, when the lights are shining bright, he steps up and makes it work. Thirteen of sixteen in the second half, guys. Three incompletions. Two hundred. Well. 223, but a total of 174 in the, first, in the second half and, and made every play they needed to make, including those three scrambles. Mike, he had two for 21 yards each. Right. Those were huge plays in this game. So, you know, for all the things that golf is, he's not that. He's not a scrambler. He's not a guy that's going to run like that. And that Purdy, he just, those instincts yesterday led him to do those things. And I think it took his team over the top. By the way, McCaffrey, a couple of touchdowns. Yeah. I just thought that, you know, again, in the second half, yes, the mistakes killed the Lions, but you got to give the 49ers credit. They took advantage of those mistakes. Right. I mean, we already covered the uh, Dan Campbell decision to not go for the, uh, to not go with the field goal and just go for it. And the play was there. That's what makes it even worse. You know, yes, it's, a, it's not a gimme on the field goal, but just, you know, take the crowd out of it, make it a, a get the lead back up to 17. But then, unfortunately for him, yeah, it just it, the momentum. We talked about the Jameer. Jameer gives fumble inside the thirty, just huge. So it just it just felt like the pressure cooker, the lid blew off for the Lions in the second half. Yeah, it, it absolutely did. We'll see. Uh, does this hurt Ben Johnson's status? No, he's been really good the last three years. If, if that one of these two teams want him, they're going to ultimately hire him or Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator. I, I think Mike. You know, we've seen coordinators lose these these situations or these games. And still get jobs. It, it has no right. bearing whatsoever. Shanahan obviously had the 49ers lined up from the time he moved, so, oh, moved over. Super Bowl, right? Yep, and we ended up losing. So we'll see uh, where, where these guys go. All right, coming up, NFL Blitz is on the way. More about yesterday, including John Harbaugh talking about Lamar Jackson. Is the criticism he's getting, is it unfair? We'll talk about it coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 